This is Life Well Planned featuring the 8020-365 success system with Adam Vincent Gilmer. I'm Gene Valaitis, your host. Every week, Adam and I will be uh, talking about his success system, the 8020-365 course, which Adam has taught in more than 100 countries around the world. I'm not only your host, I'm also a student, and this has certainly been life-changing. At the beginning of every podcast or every video, because you might just be joining us here in the middle, and and that's okay, you can go back and forth and binge, listen, and watch whatever you want to do. To get the most out of this course, uh, we really emphasize that you go to Adam's site, 8020365.com, And purchase your daily planner. Purchase the entire package because you're going to need this. It's going to give your life direction quarterly, annually, and for the next five years, which is something we're going to be dealing with here in episode number six. You're literally going to carry this around 24 hours a day. You're going to use it in the morning. You're going to use it throughout the day. And before you go to bed, you're going to review your day. And this may be very foreign to you right now, But as the days turn into weeks and the weeks turn into months, the months turn into years, these habits will become ingrained in your system and you'll wake up one morning and you'll forget where your daily planner is and it's just like your cell phone. You will panic. Where's my planner? Believe me, it's just like the cell phone. So you would think that normally we would tell you how to set up your monthly objectives and goals, but we're going to do that in our next episode, episode number seven. In episode number six, Adam is going to frighten you because we're going to teach you how to set up your five-year objectives and goals. And Adam, welcome back. And just like I said, This sounds really, really frightening because most people don't even know what they're going to be doing two hours from now. So when we're talking about setting up a five-year objective, woo, that's really taking things out there. It's scary. What's the first thing you have to do? Well, can you imagine painting the Sistine Chapel and being Michelangelo and being told, listen, you're a commissioned by the Pope, no matter, um, to say, listen, this is now your new job. And he was a sculptor. So it, it's a challenge. Uh, it's not supposed to be easy. If it was easy, everybody would be massively successful, Gene. It's not easy. But <clears throat> we try to simplify the process for everybody. And by the way, your, your, your objectives and your goals and your dream for the next five years is going to be ever-changing. Mm-hmm. That's because you're going to be learning. And as we speed up learning, uh, you become more uh, defined in what you want to actually accomplish over the next 60 months. And I use, I, I say five years because people get that, Gene, but really it's broken up into 60-month steps, one month at a time, like you're financing a car or something like that. Every month payment that goes by, it's, it, you're getting closer and closer and closer to when the bottom line result after those 60 months, those five years is you are now the owner of that vehicle. If it was a five year note on the car, Mm -hmm. just like you're going to own your dream. And this is the way you're financing the final result. And five year objectives is the final results in six areas of your life. So you can truly have a life that's balanced and people will take notice. Okay. So that's what we do going through the system. Okay, so do we do we use the wheel of life that we talked about in a previous episode to start developing those five year objectives? And and if you can, can you give us examples in all those areas about what somebody should start writing down? 
because, yeah, yeah, you know, like I said, it, for a lot of people, this is going to frighten them because they haven't really thought that far in advance. And I know one of the things that you and I talked about is, well, you know what, what are you dreaming about? And there's that key phrase, what do you really want in life? Yes. So <clears throat> I'm going to take the spirituality sec, uh, one first uh, a moment being, you know, um, so one of my goals was I wanted to go to Bethlehem. I wanted to see the Dead Sea. I wanted to see uh, the Great Pyramids uh, in Egypt. And this was a biblical thing for me, Gene. It was, uh, you know, things that I said, man, how do I make this happen? Okay. And, <clears throat> you know, I always, I find it intriguing that, uh, you know, we're, I don't think we're a random speck of dust in the universe that's developed into this intelligence over time. I think somebody had a hand in making us come about. So for me, <clears throat> my belief system was, uh, let me see what I really, really want. Like what would be the bucket list things that I would have to do, but I knew that I, I knew that I could get it done, but I just couldn't do it now, but I knew I could do it in the future. What would I want my spirituality look like being, uh, what, what knowledge would I have to have brain? What would I want my physical body looking like? You know, I turned 50 this year. Uh, I just turned 50 and you know, my doctor, my doctor, sorry, there's the alarm going off my thing, uh, in my ear, my doctor told me that, you know, he says, Adam, you're like a, a 31, 32 year old. That's a good sign that the things that I'm doing are paying off. Mm-hmm body, time, managing my time, <clears throat> sharing with all of you on this podcast or web episode, whatever you're watching, of how you can actually do it, how you can live life well-planned, uh, being brain, body, <clears throat> uh, time, people, networking with people, uh, which people to network with, and the last one, money. And then I break everything down into the 80-20 principle. And, and Gene, it's really important that we start this now, going into this five-year, 60-month bottom lines for the future, is that I'm holding here the 80-20 principle by uh, Richard Koch, one of the one of my great uh, great authors that I I like to quote from time to time, and <clears throat> he's specifically talking about in this book how you apply this stuff. Okay, now <clears throat> I have a planning system where it applies it for you. You go to the website, you can buy it. It's a dollar a day, and you can get serious. <clears throat> but you know, just like the uh, living life well plan that we went through in, ep- in the last episode, episode five, I think it was. I'm demanding that you plan out what you want your world, your life to look like five years from now. If you were the architect and you are the architect of what you want your life to become, because you've been given this consciousness free, you know, you can do whatever you want with it, right? You can jump off a building, you can go on a plane, you can ride a bike, you can go swimming, you can do whatever you want. Uh, This consciousness is yours to do whatever you want with it. What would you like? and, and, And I just saw a report that talked about 87% of 87% of the world is unhappy with their financial life. <laughs> so, so how is it that, you know, only 10 plus percent, no 13% is actually happy with their outcome. What are they, what are these people doing? <clears throat> well, these people are driven by a vision and they consistently see that vision every single day. And by focusing uh, on your power hour every single day, like we talked about in the last episode, you can start to plan out what you want to see five years from now in those categories. What would make you a better spiritual person for whatever faith you happen mm-hmm. to be? What was going to do that? Would it be, you know, uh, walking in Mecca 
okay? Uh, would it be going to see the Holy Land? Would it be um, meeting like Mother Teresa or meeting somebody like that? Maybe meeting the Pope. What is going to be the things where uh, you have in your spiritual world and your being side of you that you say, listen, man, I, I actually feel connected, complete, what have you. And this is why, this is the area how I'd like to live in, from five years from now. This is where I will be. Not this is something like it's a wish, but this is the result. And how I'm going to get there is these 60 months of, of going through and then boom, you arrive. And what you're going to find out, <clears throat> and this happened to me, is that you arrive there much quicker. And that's why I say the next, so the, the five year, <laughs> the five years when you get more, much clearer on how you're executing every single day, it tends to come faster and faster and faster towards you because you're, you're becoming a magnet that's pulling these results, these five year bottom line results into your life. And it's true for every aspect, you know, financial, friendship, marriage, love, um, kids, you know, uh, knowledge, um, traveling around the world, whatever the case is, is these things come to you sooner by practicing what we're talking about doing every single day. So <clears throat> how do you plan your, 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 five, your, your five years? <clears throat> you, this is going to take a little time, okay? So if you listen to the podcast right now, this is great, but uh, you can't do it when you're driving in your car and you can't do it by just watching the episode. You've got to kind of turn it off Okay, and then get into saying, okay, what would I like to have for my being, my spirituality in five years? What would it be? And one of the things that Jessica, myself, and AJ did was we fed, it was feeding of uh, children. Okay, <clears throat> this helped shape not only AJ, but also Jessica and, and the result it had on myself, understanding that part of the being was making sure that we pass it on, pass it forward, give back. And that was one of the life-defining moments. Uh, it was actually, we were up in uh, Canada at the We Foundation, and we figured out that it's a, it, we have a better methodology of not just feeding children, but now we're going to teach uh, kids through this school system that we created and put in place. I'm not the only one that did it. There's a lot of people that helped. But the point is, they became better human beings. <clears throat> um, Gandhi was asked a question, and he said, um, you know, be the change you would like to see in this world. Yes, yes. What would you like to change in your spirituality? And you plan it out. Now, it's going to change again and again and again and again and again. And finally, over the next 90 days, you'll start to hone in and it gets very, very focused. Say, listen, here's the bottom line result. And then we're going to go back through the months, uh, through the 60 months here, and you'll actually end up there. So yeah. <clears throat> is there a definite question? No, but it's like like this i met a gentleman who was uh who, who who liked who loved sailing and his vision was and one day i want to sail around the world <laughs> okay so here he already liked sailing small uh you know like one one man kind of yacht right but <clears throat> today that's not where he is okay today he's in the cayman islands and he's already sailed around the world, and he's met so many other people with a similar goal to him. It didn't start out by him saying, uh, man, I'm just going to go and do it. It started out by him learning how to sail, learning to uh, uh, manage and rig out a bigger boat. He got connected to the right kinds of people because he was putting that energy out in the future, and it pulled the other people into his existence so that he could go out and start living 
and being the person you want to become, which was in this instance was sailing around the world. Yeah, this is how this stuff works. Now you know, um, I, I, I'm going to paraphrase Leonardo da Vinci here, and he said that most people set goals for things they know they can achieve. And then that's not really a goal. In other words, they set the bar way too low. Now, when you really start thinking about a five-year objective and something you really, really want to achieve, you have to start dreaming really big, bold, beautiful dreams. And the one thing I've learned from mentors, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, is these goals have got to frighten you and scare you and excite you all the same at the very same time. So somebody might be saying, well, I want to be like Adam. He's talking about having a Lamborghini and, 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 and he just bought his wife a Rolls. And for some people, they're going to say, wow, I, I could never do that. And if your dream is you can never do that, well, guess what? You'll accomplish that goal as well. So how do you clear your head and come up with a really big, incredible dream that might frighten you but excite you equally at the same time? How do you get past that fear and terror barrier of, you know what? Here's what I want. Ooh, how do I make it happen? Will it happen? Because, you know, everybody has FOF happening. It's around us all the time. Fear of failure. Right. Uh, I was watching a TED conference on YouTube and, you know, you just got to fucking do it, Gene. Okay. Like, I'm sorry to say it that way, but you just got to do it. <clears throat> People have to have a plan and what the plan has to be, the plan has to be big. You, this is putting the blueprint together just because we created the blueprint for a building, Empire State Building, Burj Khalifa, whatever it is, and it gets submitted <clears throat> to the planning committee. And here's what we're doing doesn't mean that there aren't changes along the way to that blueprint that ultimately makes the big structure happen, okay? So you gotta, you gotta plan before you act. And that means writing down your dream. What would it be? Like, I never, I, I used to have, I used to have pictures of the, the white Lamborghini Punta back in South Africa in my bedroom wall, right? I loved the shape of the car. I found out how much they were. And I'm telling you, back then I was thinking there's no, freaking way I'll be ever able to afford that because that's where my thinking was at the time. It doesn't mean my thinking remained there. What happened was we moved to America, the land of opportunity and, you know, following the American dream. I got into this incredible industry, uh, the direct selling industry, and it completely changed my life. But all along the way, I was looking for a way to be involved in something. I knew that it wasn't going to be working nine to five somewhere for an hourly wage you're working at starbucks and <clears throat> no disrespect to the people that are there and listening to this maybe and i'm not trying to put anybody down what i'm trying to say is that's that's okay right now but it's not where you want to end up and <clears throat> you have to have a plan and the plan is the blueprint so you need to have big bold beautiful dreams <clears throat> somebody is building a structure bigger than the burj khalifa over in over in the uae right now it's the tallest tallest building in the world <clears throat> and they were challenged it's not an easy challenge, but they accepted the challenge. And I want to challenge all of you listening to accept our challenge, my challenge to you, which is uh, let's start doing it. Plan out what you want for your spirituality in five years from now. Uh, maybe you want to be a pastor. Maybe you want to be an educator, whatever it is. Plan out what you want to do for um, your mind. Maybe you want to write some books. <clears throat> maybe you want to be a published author. You've got the ideas, but you're not published yet. But that's what you see happening in the future. These are visions. These are things that <clears throat> I call them seeds of greatness, right? 
I believe that Seeds of Greatness are putting you by our creator to say, listen, go out and become better. And here's, here's what your uh, contribution to society is going to be to make the world a better place. These are the things you're looking at five years from now. <clears throat> Gene, I've changed mine many times. This isn't something that I wrote down one time five years back or 10 years back or in 1999 when I started this stuff. And I said, oh, my goodness, five years, I'll have everything. That, no, what it was is it was a natural progression of understanding, getting a ahas from the day, uh, having the power hours, going through the stuff, reading books. <clears throat> this is the stuff that happens. And by the way, you have to design it before you can implement it. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so <clears throat> you're the architect. <clears throat> Decide what you really want five years from now. And I don't care if it's homes. You know, we have homes in, in several places, okay? Um, how did we get there? We failed our way along the way, and we learned what not to do. And we also found out what the hell to do. And when we started to make the pay dirt, started to make it become successful, then our focus, I say ours, mine, Jessica's, um, our focus changed. I was just at a counseling session the other day for our son, AJ, and the teachers uh, he goes to an incredibly great private school, one of the best here in the best in Orange County, not, not one of the best, the best in Orange County. We're sitting down and uh, the teachers, I'm with five teachers, five, you know, principal, uh, assistant principal, um, a person taking notes, assistant, and then two teachers that work with our, work with our son. And they had some questions for me. Now, for the folks listening, I know this sounds really strange sh sharing my eight-year-old's uh, education with you, but here's the point. The point is, <clears throat> uh, he goes to a school where there's also a lot of other wealthy and affluent families. And AJ is telling his other friends in, in, in his class, well, I've been to Dubai, I've had dinner in the Eiffel Tower, I've walked uh, um, uh, the, the Chinese Great Wall, I've been to the, China, the Great Wall of China, um, <clears throat> I've been to the pyramids in, in Egypt, uh, he's been to uh, Tunisia. He's seen um, uh, places that most kids probably wouldn't have. He's traveled to 60 countries with his mom and his dad. And when he jumps on the plane, he doesn't even look at coach. He goes straight into business class or first class <laughs> going, where's my seat? Now, <clears throat> he's telling, he's, I'm not bragging, okay? It's not, we've given him a, a different section to look at, which is a vision. He's eight years old of what the future could look like. And his teachers were asking me, oh, the other one was, has he ridden on the back of camels? And the answer to everything is yes, 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 yes. And, and by the way, I've also had him stand on stage and hand out samples to an audience of like five and 6,000 people, okay, with me in a suit and tie. Now, I'm not saying that, just like the system, I'm not asking, <clears throat> I don't say, please, AJ, <clears throat> will you come on stage? I'm like, AJ, we're going on stage. It's a demand. <clears throat> you have to look at your future and demand <clears throat> that these things are going to be happening in your life over these over the six areas. And we covered the wheel of life in the in a earlier episode. You might want to go back and re-listen to that one again. But being brain, body, time, people, and money, the six areas of your life that you would like to have <clears throat> in uh, I want to say control, because that's like a, you know, uh, uh, trying to make sure that, you know, everything's in control because we're not really in control. But we're doing the best we can with the time that we have on the planet. Right. And by planning this stuff out, <clears throat> designing before you implement and uh, planning before you act, these are the things that shape up the big buildings, 
shape up the story, shape up the um, big airplanes that we fly on, whether it's Emirates or American Airlines or whatever the airline is around the world. <clears throat> Somebody had to design them. Somebody had to make sure that the seat you're sitting in and the bolts that were put in and everything else is working. Okay. Somebody had to put this in place. And that's somebody, you don't know them, but you're thankful when the plane takes off and touches down in Dubai or wherever, wherever you're traveling to. Like, man, I got here. You know, the A380 is an unbelievable plane. You know, and, and by the way, I know some pilots and I asked them, I asked them, I said, you know, what's the process? And they say, Adam, we have to file a flight plan. Now, they have flown hundreds of thousands and millions of miles and done this stuff before. Why on earth, if a pilot's taking off and knows what he's doing, why do they have to file a flight plan? Okay, that's because they plan before they act, and they've got a design of what they're doing. You know, there's another pilot that takes over somewhere in the journey. The other pilot go and sleep. There's a co-pilot, what have you. And for some reason, you don't know it, but you're sitting on the plane or you're laying down in business of first class, and you arrive at your destination. The winds were blowing. The, the pilots had to make some changes in, you know, in altitude and everything else. Um, there were servers on the plane that made sure you had breakfast, came and uh, see if you had wanted something to drink or eat or whatever the case is. And you arrive at your destination. And not one of us thinks, gee whiz, I can't wait to thank those pilots and that staff. And what I'm trying to show you is that <clears throat> those were the stepping stones of your journey across the Atlantic or across the pond, whatever it is. And that journey is the five years that we're going to get to. When they file a flight plan, they, they determine where they're going to be touching down. It's a, it's a given uh, bottom line that this is where they'll be. When they take off, they have to take off, make adjustments, and they finally make it over there. That's how this stuff works. But you have to file the plan. You have to decide what you want your area of life to look like for spirituality, uh, knowledge, how you want your body, how you want your diet to be, managing your time, most importantly, networking with the people that can get you there. Um, and our affirmations kind of walk you through some of that, like attracting to yourself. One of my daily affirmations is I attract to my reality like-minded beings who will partner with me to help change the world. And together we'll earn multiple six, seven, and nine-figure incomes. And Gene, I'm in a company right now that has just done over $7 billion worth of sales in uh, 10 years and paid out over $3.5 billion in commissions. You know, the stuff that I'm talking about works, but people have to be willing to go out on the limb and write some big plans down. And right. uh, this is how we'll get there. Three little things before we wrap up this episode. I, I, I think what happened to your son at uh, school is telling about we adults because I'm sure some of those teachers were doubting your son saying, did he really do all those things? And isn't it interesting that we adults, our minds get so tainted and, you know, old paradigms kick in that your eight-year-old has bigger dreams and accomplishments than some adults who can't dream that big. And I think the lesson there is, and you and I have talked about this extensively, when you're figuring out your five-year objectives and goals, you don't have to think about if you're going to accomplish them, only you have to know that you are going to accomplish them. Correct. You know, <clears throat> uh, AJ was saying he, he's going through, you know, you bring this up, but like he was going through this phase of he was dressing up as a soldier and, um, you know, 
uh, for Halloween, you know, he wanted to be Halo. You know, once again, these are all the things that are that are shaping him right now. But um, the great thing is, is that uh, being being in the business I'm in and doing Zoom calls or going around the world and doing lectures and showing people how to build a business. Okay, being an entrepreneur, <clears throat> he asked me. He said, "Dad, you know, how much money uh, can you make in the military?" Because you have to understand, like, <clears throat> he's, he's looking at stuff. And I said, well, <clears throat> I said, you know, um, it's good to serve, but you have to decide what you really want to do. He says, well, you know what? I think I'm going to do what you do. Now, now <laughs> listen, okay. Um, <clears throat> if we think about this, okay, uh, and I've been watching, I, I listen to a lot of different mentors, okay? This isn't just something that I, I think I'm a guru or something, okay? I, I'm, I'm, I, I listen and I get education from other people and I write stuff down that makes sense to me. It's part of my five-year uh, outcome, <clears throat> okay? And I was listening to uh, another mentor, and <clears throat> he said something like this. He said, how many of you would like your children to turn out like your parents? And he asked the audience, and, and no hands went up. <laughs> and then he, he asked the next question. He said, how many of you would like your children to turn out like you? And only a few hands went up. And then he asked the most telling question. He says, how many would like your your children to be better than your parents and to be better than you. And almost every single hand of people who are parents went up at the audience. And here's my challenge to all of you listening. Okay. If you don't stretch and plan out your next five years, then you already know where you're going to be. But if you do plan it out and make them big, okay. This year we're going on another vacation to uh, Italy and then over to, um, to France. And uh, later on in the year, we have a, a massive trip to uh, where I was born in, in South Africa. We got a, a huge company trip out there and I'm taking the entire family. They've never been before. They're all talking about it. That's what the energy is. They've never been. They've been to Italy and they've been to France many times, Europe, all over Russia, but they've never been to Africa. And, you know, AJ is asking me, you know, are there, are there lions and zebras in the streets? But did you understand the beauty of that? Okay, the beauty of that is he knows the animals come from that part of the region, but he hasn't quite pictured it all. Uh, in his mind, he's got a picture of it, but he doesn't really understand how the how the animals are in the streets. They're they're not in the streets. But the point is, is in his mind, he's thinking, how does this work? That's where we want you when you're planning out your five year. What you're going to see is the animals but you're just going to be able to make the picture more concise and more focused once you're there. Your job is to say you want to see the animals. And that's the vision for all these categories, being, brain, body, time, people, and money. And by the way, how much money is enough, Gene? You know, like I've never met somebody say like, you know, <clears throat> a billionaire go, oh, gee whiz, I can't wait to make a few more. You know, I've made enough money. I'm done. People have a different consciousness when it comes down to finances. Um, there is not enough money that you can make. And by the way, there's no shortage of it either in the universe. You have to exchange value. And when you exchange value, your value proposition for your next five years is stretching the brain, writing this stuff down, even no matter how crazy it might be, parachuting from a plane, going bungee jumping, being in great shape, losing 50 pounds, losing 100, I don't care, okay? But we're going to now, once you've got those, um, uh, blocks in the sand, lines in the sand that we're going to get to, we are now going to systematically backtrack to month number one. 
and then month number two and month number three and month number four. And I already know that when you practice and you do this on five-year bottom lines and you, and, and you, you hone in the focus of what you want to do, we, you and I, people listening, will end up in an entirely different place than not doing it. And I'd rather have you do it because if you do it, you have, this, you have the pay dirt chance of actually arriving where we're supposed to be or where you want to be. And that's what this episode about, is about, about the five-year objectives, having a big vision for your life. And that is episode number six. Coming up in episode number seven, we're going to take that huge five-year vision that Adam was talking about, and we're going to use the three steps to set up your day which will start giving you your monthly and weekly objectives and, and, and start building to that big picture. Adam, this was a great episode. Thanks so much. And we always say, go to Adam's website. You need the daily planner because as Adam says, he, he's demanding that you write this down. So you need the book. It's a dollar a day. What a small investment for the rest of your incredible life. It's www.8020365.com. Get it. Listen to the podcast. Check out the uh, videos on Adam's website. This is episode number six. Coming up, episode number seven, we're going to take that big, bold, amazing dream and start breaking it down into the three steps you do every single day to make this happen daily, weekly, and monthly. It's your life well-planned, the 80-20-365 success system with Adam Vincent Gilmer. I'm your host, Gene Velitis. Talk to you on the next episode.